Jesus, please take us from this grandstand world. It's time we got into the game. Christian Poetry by Anonymous, Public Domain. Summer Flowers 
Behold the flowers of June, how fair and bright their buds appear, as opening to the summer air, our eyes and hearts they cheer. Who would have thought there could abound such beauty and delight? Beneath the cold and wintry ground that hid those flowers from sight. That power which made and governs all, the mighty power of God. Alone could life and beauty call out of the lifeless sod. And he who from the winter's gloom can summer thus disclose, shall one day make the desert bloom and blossom as a rose. The wilderness and the solitary place shall be glad for them and the desert shall rejoice and blossom as the rose. Isaiah 35, 1 Special thanks to Kevin McLeod for his instrumental entitled Summer Day, found at Incompetech.com. Judge not. The biggest sadness caused by Christians is judgment. Truthfully, judgment denies God's ability to correct. It says that we must tell others where they are wrong. Many a Christian feels justified in telling fellow Christians that they must straighten up and fly right. This, frankly, is very controlling and manipulative, and is not our job. It paints a picture of a God who can only do something through our will, Didn't Jesus say, not my will, but God's be done? Indeed, he did say that. To put that statement in the proper context, Jesus said it in the Garden of Gethsemane, just before he was arrested and crucified. He did not judge them, but from the cross forgave the very ones who pounded the nails into his body. Let us not think we can handle others better than the one who hung on the cross for us. We too must desire with all our hearts to forgive those who are making mistakes and pray for those who make life errors that take them into the earthly pits of hell. As their non-judging friend, we can be there to catch them when they reach the bottom and administer God's love to them and help them heal. Our judgment pushes them away from us and makes us difficult to be around. We, then, become unwelcome and cannot administer God's love to them when God has prepared their soul for His coming. Job's friends were a real mess, if you'll recall. To not be ready to administer God's healing grace and love because we've judged someone is very counterproductive and most certainly ranks as one of the top ten in spiritual crimes we may be committing. When God says that we are not to judge, 
he really meant it. We must, with Christ's help, drop all judgment as if they were a hot potato and pick up our crosses, which Jesus said we must bear. We must love as he does. As we are slain on the cross, we forgive and are forgiven, rising, if you will, from the ashes of the death of ourself, able to see at last that God indeed can heal without our interference. It is a revelation. God can heal without our help. Indeed, to really be helpful, we must pray for one another and know the truth about one another. Again, our prayer must never be, God, please change them, but instead must be, God, please show me the way out of my pain regarding this situation. Show me how I can be helpful. Why do I hurt so? Help me, Lord, so that in my joy in you, I can be helpful to them. Take away my pain and take away my anger. If we choose to do what Jesus taught us to do, love one another, turn the other cheek, forgive, 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 eventually we will have the happiest religion on earth because love is the answer. Condemnation, judgment, correction, all drags down the corners of our mouths and make us grumpy. Truthfully, we don't have Jesus in our hearts unless we are doing what he told us to do and what he demonstrated on the cross for each of us. He was willing to die for each of us and did. Are we willing to die for others also? When we are willing to die for others, we are really allowing that which is in us that causes us so much pain to die. When we insist that the cause of our pain is out there, we are looking for a missing coin far away from where we actually lost it. The lost coin is within. Our pain is within. Fortunately, the kingdom of God is within also. It will be revealed to us as we go within and ask for help with the pain we are feeling. The coin will be found as we are healed, and so too will the kingdom of God be revealed to us as it resides within. Actually, the lost coins that are our brothers and sisters, irritations and angers and hates and abuses, have within them the flashlights needed to recover the lost coins. It is discovered that they are not irritants in and of themselves, but truly flashlights to the truth about us. When we utilize these human irritants as flashlights to our own weaknesses and faults, we are at last discovering where the real problem is. It has always been within us, not in them. We are the ones with the planks in our eyes. They merely have slivers. So when Jesus forgave our sins for us on the cross, he not only saved our eternal souls from destruction, but he also gave us the key to the kingdom of God within. There is no reason not to accept what he did for us and invite him into our hearts. 
when Jesus is given a permanent home in our hearts. He continues to forgive sins through us. Jesus must literally rise up in us so that we can be victorious no matter what difficulty we may be facing. He is God, after all, and He has not left us alone to fend for ourselves. Praise Him. Jesus, please take us from this grandstand world. It's time we got into the game. We're so tired of this grandstand world Where feelings never seem to change Sometimes this world seems so unjust I think we'll find, I hope we'll find That through your mind, the sidelines aren't for us 